Hello and welcome to the third episode of Pop Increase. And as you would have guessed, this is going to be another review of how CSK's performances are going. And I think this is going to be a much happier podcast because we've never seen, also a very surprising event happened yesterday because we've never seen CSK win so comfortably. And there was there was no need for any BP tablets and frantic nail biting and all that. Um, was it the same way you felt too, Ani? Yeah, 100%. I mean, uh, if there's any team that can make a mess of uh, 106 round chase, it's CSK. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was honestly thinking the same thing when we were bowling so well at the end of the first innings. I was like, okay, 106, hmm, can CSK bottle this? And then I was was very nervous when Gaekwad and Faf were batting. Then... Once Moin came, things sort of settled down. Okay, we're not losing this one. Yeah, and I mean, the the other even more surprising thing was that uh, only 213 total runs were scored at the Vankere, which is uh, yeah, which is a good yeah. development. Yeah, I, I don't think we've seen like this low scoring a game at the Vankere for a long time. Uh, so that was also uh, something good to see because Vankere known as the bowlers death ground of sorts it, it was nice to see the bowlers having a good plan and executing everything to perfection yeah i mean especially the fast bowlers because both uh, early on both uh, chahar and karan were getting some movement in the air uh, mm-hmm. and they utilized it pretty well and uh, even in pa- uh, punjab's case you know both uh, shami and ashdeep uh, had very good bowling spells oh yeah so yeah. Uh, Richardson and uh, Meredith were occasionally bowling balls that were really questioning the batsman. So I mean, uh, if this is how we're going to, if this is how it's going to be, that's pretty awesome. So yeah, yeah, I guess there's good signs to look forward to at the Wanka Day when there's the next match that comes. I think that's tomorrow, the first half. Um, but yeah, uh, coming back to this game. Uh, so what did Chennai do differently then today in the power play? Like what changed? Because obviously in the Delhi game, we conceded about 60 runs and didn't get a single wicket. Uh, but to the last game against Punjab, very top-heavy batting. There, you, would, you could even argue that Punjab's batting is more high-octane and all-brawl, more than what Delhi is. So how did this CSK bowling lineup managed to concede only 25 runs and take about, what's this, like three, four wickets or something in the power play? I think it's mostly the lengths changed. So if you look at uh, Chennai's pa- uh, power play success, I guess we can almost entirely credit mm-hmm. it to Deepak Chahar. I mean, Deepak Chahar had one bad over in the power play. So he had 10 runs in one of the overs and then the, in the remaining three, yeah. he only gave three runs total, which is pretty unbelievable. But uh, he was getting a good movement, both somewhat in the air and also off the seam. And that's because most, most of his stuff was either good length or short of a good length. And, uh, you know, he wasn't really giving it to the slot. And I think, uh, you know, that's really where you have to go. You can't just let KR Rahul go driver of the ball. And, you know, if you give it to Gale at the slot, he'll just, you know, mm-hmm. completely, uh, he'll just take you out of the park. So. He could have even had Gale in the first over. I think it was the first ball oh, when oh, yeah. Gaekwad dropped him. Because <laughs> uh, Gaekwad dropped the catch. It was a sitter. Yeah. yeah. Gale is obviously a very shaky batsman uh, to begin mm. with. So, he can get out to even bad balls in the beginning if he's not, you know, totally focused or Yeah. In. But, uh, yeah, I mean, just generally, you know, there are not many driving opportunities for uh, mm-hmm. the batsman. They were bowling just short of a 
this thing where it would uh, tempt the batsman to come to the front foot uh, mm-hmm. but you know perhaps not read the movement or read the the line perfectly and that's, that I think was, that's what chahar that was yeah, actually yeah. what uh, got my angst wicket because um, i was watching the game on dugout and uh, bretley was doing this brilliant piece on how uh, chahar had bowled uh, the power play and the ball where chahar had bowled for my angst it was right on the cusp of like the slot and the length like so batsman really doesn't know whether it's driving or drivable or not and the movement he got of that that brilliant movement the, the good amount of deviation in that ball wow i think that the perfect length and that amount of movement that did it for my angst ball of the match yeah. if you ask me yeah yeah definitely i mean this looks like chahar that we knew like maybe a couple of years mm-hmm. ago he's had a leap run of form in both internationals and uh, the last ipl so uh it was definitely very very encouraging uh you know to see i, I mean even karan bowled good lines and lengths and i i, I, I the thing with uh, sam karan especially bowling to multiple right handers at the beginning except for obviously chris gales you know the the angle you know it's coming into the right hander and you know some of them don't move go away you know if he's hitting the lengths correctly you know Mm-hmm. he can be a very uh, he can he can at least you know maintain the pressure at the other end so i i like this i like the idea of i like the i like when chennai's bowlers are you know moving the ball because that that completely changes the conversation of how lethal our attack can be yeah and another thing that we spoke about in the uh, previous episode was getting those clear plans out and i think they came with a plan for every batsman they didn't they didn't give uh any loose balls or any amount of width then uh it was perfectly executed in every way because even even if chris gale we were you were saying actually that if you bowl fast up yorkers to him at at the top he's going to struggle and that's exactly what chennai did they bowled so many yorkers to gale or at least yorker length balls to gale uh, i think there were like three or four yorker length balls in the power play and gale was struggling to get them away and uh finally it was a very good knuckle ball which was the change up in the lengths that caused the damage and uh, what a catch by jardu there yeah i mean uh i guess that kind of would lead us into the, the fielding aspect because the fielding was considerably better uh jadeja was just everywhere i guess it just uh dhoni just knows where to keep him because he he is just there where the uh, where the ball is all the time he's at the right place at the right time got that amazing run out got uh you know took two two other catches one was both are, i would say for him it's fairly regulation but yeah you know uh, mm-hmm. he takes good catches uh and you know with the exception of that gagpur drop which wasn't too costly thankfully uh <laughs> you know i think uh, it's I, i think you know i uh, i really like the the effort in the field as well uh, yeah. really uh, mounted the pressure for the punjab batsmen yeah i think I, i think at some point we had a lot even after the power play we had so many fielders up in the circle trying to prevent singles and that was just amazing to watch and i just got to say if you have a team which has faf rena and jadeja then it's it's cheap code as fielders cuz they're just too good all three of them yes and and i mean even the uh, other ones right like uh, i remember a couple of years back dhoni was asked about the age question but he he kind of mm-hmm. dismissed it because everyone uh, the the age uh, you know when a, when a squad is aging the biggest liabilities usually on the field because they're not able to give as much on yeah. on that and they can't show the same level of desperation but he was you know looking at guys like raidu and even guys like kedar jadav who were were giving the effort in the field dwayne bravo mm-hmm. you know they were still diving for balls they're still you know 
uh, attacking, you know, they were not just waiting for the ball to come to them if they were at the, at the boundary. So, you you know, that kind of effort and, and, and commitment is still there. So, that's, you know, one of the, one of the uh, best things about this Chennai squad. One of the things that I generally can, you know, I should be able to count on, you know, and hopefully this is a trend that continues. Yeah, it was actually a pleasure to watch Chennai field yesterday. And I don't think I've said that in ages. So it, it was great to watch his field and on the field, the commitment, the, the spirit to win. And I think they were just buoyed by that amazing power play. The confidence just soared from there and it was just so great to watch. But coming back to that power play, uh, Deepak Chahar, uh, shades of 2018, is it going to be a freak performance or do you think he's going to keep this consistency going? I think uh, I think he's kind of a rhythm guy, so I think you know he will be able to string together at least a few matches where he's able to hit his uh, areas right. Whether that will translate to wickets necessarily, or I mean, I don't think he's going to replicate four wickets very often. But mm-hmm. I'm usually happy with just I'm, even if he gets one early breakthrough and is uh, fairly economical for the rest of it. Uh, I think I think he's done his job really. So. Uh, you know, that's, that's uh, you know, he, he exceeded all expectations today. And, you know, that was kind of like with uh, some, yeah. you know, very like uh, tentative batting from Punjab's end. You know, other days he might get hit a little more than this and he might, or he might not take enough wickets. But, you know, I think what, re- what matters more is that he bowls this kind of lying length and this kind of pace and uh, is able to just, you know, be uh, 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 an around six, six runs and over guy in the power play, which is... yeah. Um, which I think, which I think he can, he can do. He's definitely capable of it. Yeah, because um, the way they were bowling, both uh, Karan and Chahar in the power play, it really put a lot of pressure on the batsman. I don't think KL Rahul would have gone for that single on another day. And getting him out with a run out, I think that was just one of those things about the luck factor. You needed these small things to go your way in such high high pressure games. Because CSK were coming back from a big loss, and they were going to face a team who's just scored 200 plus, and they're facing a batsman who loves playing at the Wang today. So, uh, winning the toss and then getting him out on a run out where I, I don't think if they were under so much pressure from the bowling without having any loose balls, I, I highly doubt KL Rahul would have gone for that single on another day. Yeah, 100%. You know, that's how like, you know, uh, a lot of uh, wickets that are not, you know, the, the traditional like, you know, great to watch, like a, a bold or an LBW or a caught behind, mm-hmm. which we generally tend to say that, okay, the, the bowler got them out. But, you know, there are also these wickets like a, like a bad shot that leads to a catch mm-hmm. or, a, or, a, or a, po- a poorly decided single that leads to a run out. I mean, all of this is a result of, you know, good pressure being built. KL Rahul really wants to get, you know, off the, the shackles off. He wants to yeah. keep the, the scoreboard ticking. And, you know, that pressure just keeps building and mounting. And, you know, he, uh, he's all, I think he's already kind of hyper aware of uh, how quickly he plays and, you know, how much uh, uh, you know what his strike rate is, so he doesn't want exactly, to be you know yeah. languishing for too long, ideally. So yeah, all of this you know just uh, discipline. Like it's the exact opposite of what they did in in the in the first game. It was it was a much more disciplined attack. Not perfect because uh, somehow Shardul Thakur found a way <laughs> to go at you know eight runs and over when you know they only scored about a hundred runs, but. You know, the, just the overall discipline from every single bowler, you know, uh, even, mm-hmm. you know, Jaddu doing Jaddu things just miserly, you know, 14 dot balls. Yeah. Uh, that's like prime Jaddu. Moinali, you know, here, you know, both very straight and no room for Jai Richardson to play the shot that he tried. And, you know, he gets bowled. So, 
yeah. you know, just everyone was very disciplined. Like, no, no easy runs were given for the most mm-hmm. part. Yeah, and I think Dhoni is the only captain who's managed to bowl the 20-over quota within the allocated 90 minutes time slot. And just watching Jadeja and Moin Ali bowl those middle-face overs, I think they bowled eight overs in about 24-25 minutes. It was just insane, that, that speed. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming even uh, the fast bowlers are not, you know, they don't, they're not particularly known for long run-ups as well, right? So, mm. I think uh, he can just get through overs much quicker. And, you know, especially when you're getting dot balls, a fast mm-hmm. over eight is almost like an additional, like, uh, sort of clamp that you put on the economy rate or the or the run rate, because you're yeah. going you're going by fast, and so psychologically, a batsman is like, oh, I've already we've already gotten to the time out. Oh my god, we only have mm-hmm. this much time left. Yeah. So I mean, that's the that's how he's been, you know, uh, historically used Jadeja in mm-hmm. ODIs and uh, and 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 twenty twenty games. So uh, you know that that was definitely you know a, a great. Uh, a great sort of additional, like sort of cherry on top of this uh, bowling performance. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then well, coming to the opponents of that game, Punjab, they did have a few plus points. Like if you take the uh, young batsman Shahrukh Khan, uh, modern innings and under high pressure, I think it's the best grinding innings I've seen on, from a debutant actually in a long time. I mean, I, I really wanted him in Chennai, but, uh, you know, like 47 of 36, so you call it a grand innings, but that's like a pretty solid, you know, run rate, four boundaries, two sixes. Mm-hmm. You know, he built the innings. He had a pretty decent partnership with Jai. So last time I remember, um, you know, I called uh, Chennai's uh, bowling to Bhavan and Shaw a borderline criminal. Yeah. So I think, I think I, I recognized another like similar like war crime that Punjab did this time, basically. Only six regular batsmen, like, I, mm-hmm. I think that's, re- I mean, that's really pushing it because, uh, you know, you don't really know what you're about to get get with Gale on any given day. You could yeah. either get, like, possibly, you know, a, a berserk, berserker mode, Chris Gale, or you could get what he did today. Um, mm-hmm. Deepak Huda is not, you know, the model of consistency. He usually plays, like, mm-hmm. a, 20, a couple of, two or three really good innings a season. Uh, Puran's in a bit of a lean form. He's the only other person that, you know, Punjab can legitimately trust. That puts a lot of pressure on Mayank Agarwal at the top of the order mm. to really score score some runs and also a lot of pressure on, on KL. So, you don't have the cushion uh, at all. Like, just six six guys. I know Shah Rukh Khan can bowl, so, you know, you and so can Deepak Hoda, so can Chris Gale. So, you can, I, you, can you know, uh, perhaps play another batsman. You need a, you need a proper number seven. Jai Richardson coming in at seven, I, I don't think that's... That's, that's yeah, Jai Richardson was in at the seventh over. That's, I mean, I, like, it's so early for a bowling all-rounder who yeah. can bat. Yeah, and it's I mean, and he's expected to rebuild the innings with a with a debutant guy. Like, is is that really Punjab strategy if another top order collapse happens? Like, I think. Uh, I mean, I think this is where, you know, perhaps they might have to make the call with uh, one of Jai or Riley Meredith because they've mm. been kind of similar so far and play David Malan as, you know, like a pure batsman, like have that kind of system because Deepak Kuda doesn't necessarily need to come at four. He can play low down the order as well. But yeah. would you rather play Malan or would you go for someone like uh, a Moises Henriques who can uh, bat and also give you a a couple of overs if you need. And Andrix is pretty solid, right? Like he can score 30 runs and he does it very often for uh, 
Sydney Sixers too. He comes and he builds innings and he takes it down to at least the 16th, 17th over with a solid platform set. Yeah, I, I would actually prefer Andres actually now that now, now that you mention him because uh, because Milan, if he plays, I mean, one of the top three would have to move down or mm. or Milan plays at four, which is probably not as uh, as ideal. So yeah, I, I mean, Andres is probably perfect because he can come at four, five, six, seven, either either one. But yeah, I like I like that. Uh, mm. But yeah, just just the strategy of having six batsmen and five bowlers. I mean, they have more than five bowling options with with this as well. So you know, I I, I really don't I, I really don't like this. So this is like the one other facet of Punjab other than mm. that like awful jerseys that that I I, I, that I that I really despise this season. Yeah, I mean, they wanted to rebrand and. Like get that as the model of success and all that, and they chose to rebrand themselves in the colors of RCB. I think. RCB. Yeah. That too, that too early. Yeah, that too early. RCB. RCB. And, you know, they have they have Rahul Agarwal, Chris Gale, hmm. just the just you know really yeah, it's just historic championship pedigree, right? RCB. So yes, it's like. I mean, yeah, but yeah. So I I just don't really. I mean, even uh, I mean last game also Punjab that was a very. Uh, unconvincing victory. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had problems with the bowling. Bowling then. Uh, I have problems with the batting now. I mean, it seems like there's always like a different hole with Punjab mm. that uh, that they have to fix. So yeah, I mean, let's see. I I don't I don't particularly rate them highly at this point. Even um, then, if you I, come I, to their two bowlers, um, Meredith and Jai, they're young. I mean, they're young, and it's their first IPL season. And usually, these BBL stars take about a good first year at the IPL to you know get used to the conditions and it's always the second year when they put up a better showing. So, uh, do you think Punjab should still persist with them, given that these stars do tend to improve with more experience in the conditions and given that they're young and they can hit the 150 ceiling? Because there was a small phase in the end where uh, they peppered CSK with a lot of short balls and it. I mean, it's a known tactic against Raina. I mean. God awful! Like fourteen years, he hasn't learned how to play the short ball. So they they did use that tactic well, and they bowled well in that small phase. So do you think they might still want to give them that leash? Uh, I would um, perhaps not both of them. I I would try them maybe a few more games. Like I said, I think the balance of the squad comes first. Mm. So I think at least one of them you can rotate between the two of them if you want to give them game experience and mm-hmm. you want you know that one other. Real like legit pace bowler. I, I like you said. You know, this is the Lockie Ferguson thing. Yeah. He played much better in the second season. Uh, I think Wokes played better in the second season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and there are plenty of bowlers. You know, that never got the the second season chance. You know, guys like Mark Wood. Uh, or yeah. So, I I do think uh, I, I, there's a lot of validity to what you're saying with you know Riley, uh, Riley Meredith and, and Jai Richardson, and you know I I, I just think. Uh, they're probably going to just learn the hard way this season, but mm-hmm. I think Punjab really needs to look at look at the the, the balance more so than I, I because I, I think in an Indian pitch trying to overload with so many um, so many just straight up seam options, especially when a when a player like Ashdeep mm-hmm. is is so much more uh, useful. Like his his type of bowling, you know, first he's as a left armor. Mm-hmm. And he's got all the variations. He's got the angle coming in. So he he's someone that's whose skill set is very you know is perf- is tailor made for 2020 and especially 2020 in India. 
and you've got Ravi Bishnoi, you know, waiting in the in the sidelines. So I think the idea that you need to, you know, just overload with so many pace options is, I, I think, it's a little silly. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I admit that does have a compelling other side to the coin there. So yeah, but I do hope they do give uh, one of Riley and Jai a few more games, and as you said, they do they do have the liberty of trying to split the games between them and see who does better. So. I, I, I suppose this is a tactic that Punjab will look to employ in the coming games ahead. Um, moving on, uh, coming to this new section that we want to call as Ani's hot cakes. They're basically Ani firing a lot of hot cakes. Uh, what, do you, what do you think is about Faf's style of play? Do you think it's a cause of concern? Because he does start off pretty slow and his strike rate in T20s are slightly slow. Do you think it's a concern given that we're playing at Pankade and even Eden Gardens and Chinnaswamy? Okay, so before I get to like the actual actual hot take, like the, the this thing, so just mm-hmm. specifically about Faf, right? I think yesterday's game was perfect for Faf. I think that's the kind of innings that you do need because you know, Raina and Raidu, they played a few rash shots, but they could only play those rash shots because, you know, Faf had kind of just built the innings around uh, around the whole thing. And it looks like Moin Ali is just having a lot of fun. He's he's not struggling whatsoever. Mm. But I think I think uh, perhaps Faf's weaknesses uh, or his lack of a high strike rate is uh, accentuated because Gaikwad is struggling so much. And mm. I think if, if there was potentially, if, if Faf and Moin were opening, or if there was any other, it was Faf and Raidu, right? Like, I think mm-hmm. just who he's playing with would probably make him look a lot better. So, perhaps if you need to chase, uh, or not chase, if you need to set a big total, like a 200, then maybe we can have that conversation. But mm-hmm. I think he knows how to pace pace a chase pretty well because he's he's done pretty good in even the high-scoring CSK yeah. uh, chases. I, I remember specifically, there was the one game in um, Albi Mortal hits Virat Kohli for, I don't know, how mm-hmm. many runs in that in that over, right? And yeah. the 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 one of the interesting things is that like Faf had a very good game in that, like mm. as, as, as a, a seventy or forty or something. So uh, you know he is capable of really turning it up if if required. Yeah. And I think as if you want to chase totals, like any totals, you need like smart players who know how to pace an innings. I mean, I didn't mm. really watch today's game, but Sunrisers just they do not know what to do at all. <laughs> they don't know how to pace their pace their innings whatsoever. In fact, most teams that are chasing even 150, they just they're struggling, right? They don't know how to pace mm-hmm. it. They they they're letting the pressure get to them. You know, they're not really, you know, playing the right shots or picking mm-hmm. the right bowlers. So, I I think for for Faf specifically, I I would still I'd still want him just knowing what he's capable of, because mm-hmm. it's it's not like he's going to be playing 33 or 36. Uh, throughout, I, I don't think so. I, yeah. I think he's he is going to have some big games. But coming to the actual hot take, is honestly, you know, if you're a player, you're already getting paid mm-hmm. and stuff. And if you're like Manish Pandey and Steve Smith, you just go get your numbers, dude. It's cool. It's cool. Just get the orange <laughs> cap. You, what are what are the record books going to say in like fifty years? Right? They're going to look at the orange caps, and mm-hmm. they're now going to look at oh, look at how fast he played or. <laughs> was this just empty stats that you know didn't really contribute to winning? Manish Pandey, just get your runs, man. Just get your runs. You know, like get get them at whatever rate you want. You know, don't don't let the haters, you know, get to you. 
so yeah, yeah. I mean, I I I actually really love it when um, when uh, it's just from a viewer standpoint. Perhaps mm-hmm. the fan of that particular team absolutely hates it, and I know yeah. I would if some Chennai player just blatantly went for the stats selfishly. Mm-hmm. But it, it from like just a fascination perspective in any sport, I just love it when someone is just blatantly selfish and is just so transparently trying to stat pad. It's actually like a thing of beauty, and I I see it sometimes in in football where like a guy just does not mm-hmm. give the open pass uh, and and tries to take the difficult shot like. Very clearly, uh, I see it in basketball where people like fight their own teammates for the rebound, uh, just so that they can get that extra. Like it's just, I, I just love to watch it. So you know, go for it, go for it. I, this this showcase of ego is fun. Yeah, but um, how many how many fantasy leagues do you play, and how many teams of those have Manish Pandey in them? I just want to know if that's influencing your answer here. Uh, I, I mean, I, uh, I've, I only played the fantasy, one fantasy league at this point. And I mean, I think the, the question is how, isn't really how many, uh, and, I, I, and, I, and I guess uh, it's like auction system. Not, uh, hmm. So I guess the question in the fantasy league that I play is how, how expensive did Manish Pandey go for? Hmm. And uh, I, don't, I don't have really that, that number, but I think he went for a decent amount, right? Like for, for, yeah. for when he was called on the auction. So I mean, I'm sure the person who has it on his fantasy team. I mean, but like, if he's if he's accumulating runs uh, at the at the club, because the whether a team a player was in a win or a loss doesn't really matter, right? And strike rate only. He's not going at under hundred strike rate consistently. So you know, he. Uh, I don't think he's like a fantasy bane. In fact, if 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 you're if you're like a pure stat padder, like say mm-hmm. you're a chase and you have the ability to you know try and like go completely all out to try and get the chase done mm-hmm. or you do the thing where it's like okay you know what i i give up on the chase and i just accumulate runs at whatever clip i want uh i think mm. isn't that like isn't that a better incentive for a for a fantasy guy like if you're if you're only worried about the fantasy element yeah right? and right like i, I think that, that's pretty <laughs> Because, uh, and, but like uh, one thing a little bit like that's more genuinely in his defense is like there is a, a very fine line between uh, a brave shot and a rash shot, mm. right? And so um, when you're in a tricky chase, uh, the mm. you need to have both the ability to play uh, shots, good shots that will give you boundary uh, boundaries regularly, mm. uh, and and also you can't you know really get carried away. Uh, mm. too much you know this, this is a problem that a lot of uh, batsmen have a lot of yeah. West Indian batsmen have like historically had this problem <laughs> so uh, yeah I mean so it's 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 not a thing that everybody can do and uh, the, I think Manish Pandey's biggest argument is who you who are you really going to replace him with and uh, without you know fundamentally changing the, the structure of the rest of the team so, yeah I guess if they have to replace him it would be Kedar Jadav the Thing is, uh, I don't necessarily see Jadav as an upgrade. And also the other problem I mainly have with Pandey is that he, he scores one boundary, which it's a very good cricketing shot, that boundary. And he would then play three or four dots. He doesn't try to rotate the strike. If he tried to do that, I think he would be much more of an asset. Yeah, I mean, uh, so this has been my pet peeve, like generally for the last four or five years of... Uh, of watching just limited overs cricket in general, mm-hmm. uh, just the idea that you can make make up 
uh, wasted balls or dot balls with power hitting at the end. It it really doesn't work. And and this yeah. was what sometimes bothered me about Dhoni is that he would he would go for like he would like leave balls or go for dot balls. Mm. He wouldn't this thing. And I think this is this is kind of what made. Kohli for a while, like uh, such a good player because he would come in like ball number, like I think his dot ball rate was, was really low. Just ball number yeah. one, he would be able to just time it and play it for a single and 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 accelerate on his own terms because he's played run a ball for mm-hmm. the first 20, 30 balls. So even if he's at just a hundred strike rate, he the amount he has to make up by mm-hmm. through boundaries is not even close. And and obviously this the uh, the thing with Manish Pandey is you know he's an athletic guy so he can. Potentially try and convert ones to twos, twos yeah. to threes. You know, he can do that. He can he can push the payloads. So yeah, I, I do think that batsmen in general, like across the board, should like, you know, unless you know, you get beaten, you get beaten. Just always like I don't like the idea of like watching a front foot defense in yeah. a in a in a twenty twenty game. Just you know, try to use your wrist and and play it to this thing or play it late, hit it to third man. You know, there mm. there are stock shots that you can. Play for anything, unless it's like a Yorker or just like a a, a ball that you know swung really well and, and beat you. Then then it's fine. Yeah, that's exactly what happened today also. Because when uh, Manish Pandey was uh, out to bat, he he was struggling to play Rahul Chahar away. He played four five front foot defenses, didn't try to take a single, and in the fifth ball he holds out to long off. Which I I mean. Don't try to play those dot balls. Take a single so you don't build that pressure up where you have to hit that boundary now. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Just, just generally, yeah. You're you're putting yeah. additional pressure on yourself. Uh, at that point, you know you're you're your own worst enemy at that point. Yeah. So I, I definitely agree with that part. Like, in t- I again from a view viewer's experience, uh, once more, right? If if we're just talking in terms of mm-hmm. whether not worrying about, I have no stake in this game. I have no stake in each one. <laughs> So, just in that case, you know, I, I think uh, I like gritted out low-scoring games, but I think I, I, in, I, I like to see batsmen, you know, apply technique and, and not just, you know, mm. uh, not just give bowlers additional ammunition. Yeah. Anyway, moving on, uh, final section of the day. Uh, what's, what's next for CSK? Do they have anything to improve on? And how do you think they'll fare against Rajasthan Royals, who seem to be on a very good run? Sanju Samson seems to be a very intelligent captain, very honest captain, and I like the way they're actually playing. So, do you think CSK have a good chance, or are you going to see them have a loss? What's your take on this? I think they have a good chance. I think this is a pretty even match, especially no Ben Stokes, no Jafra Archer. Uh, the C- I mean, the biggest weakness for CSK in the last game was the biggest. Weakness in this uh, for CSK in this game, and that's uh, power play batting, right? So, hmm. uh, I guess Gaikwad gets one more chance. Uh, knowing Dhoni gets a longer leash, but at least you know from the before the fans start to turn on him, he gets another <laughs> chance. Um, or or maybe Dhoni decides to go Raidu uh, Raidu up. Uh, no, I think they are giving him a few more chances because um, I heard the post-match comments, and I think they said that Gaikwad did well at the fag end of the last season. They they're backing him to mm. do well again. So yeah, I mean, yeah. knowing Dhoni, it, it's pretty signature that they don't change winning combinations. Yeah, yeah. Again, I mean, I think if Chennai Chennai chases, then they like mm. they. They can overcome a power play if they if they know if they can calculate what they have to do yeah. in the remaining 
uh, this thing. And it's not like, uh, I don't think Rajasthan has like a world beater uh, bowling lineup. We've seen that mm-hmm. even uh, Shreyas Gopal isn't exactly, you know, sort of <laughs> taking... I mean, spinners generally are not taking a lot of wickets so in, yeah. in one kid. Uh, and, you know, Morris has been kind of expensive. Uh, Unakkat had a great game, but, I mean, I don't expect that to be a run. So, it's not like... Without Jofra Archer, it's not a, a particularly brilliant bowling lineup. So, uh, yeah. you know... They they can make up for a bad power play, but I do think that they I think they'll they will be hyper aware about that. So, coming coming to this, then um, who's that one player you're looking out to in both the sides? Oh, in both sides, I'm looking at Sanju Samson once again. I I want a, a legit sample size of him as a captain, and uh, I, I him as a captain and how that affects his batting. He had a great first game. And a, and a not so great second game, and Samson has generally been for the last few yeah, years. That's, at least, a that's guy his that's, signature, right? Like when he gets one big innings and then four or five games, he's uh, non-existent. And usually after that one big innings, Gautam Gambhir comes out by saying, "Oh, most stylish batsman," and then Twitter blows up by saying, "Oh, how is he considered over punt and all that?" And the cycle just keeps going on. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, could this be another Rohit Sharma where being the captain, uh, you know, just uh, imp- makes him a, a better batsman? Uh, uh, you know, we don't know. Watching David Miller last last game was pretty mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, that was vintage David Miller. I mean, I guess he's been doing it for South Africa as well, as of late. Yeah. As a so, South African so, yeah. fan, I'm very happy with the way the Proteas have been playing this IPL so far. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess Decock is still a little. Uh, little uh, it's a bit rusty, there. but I think he he's yeah. gonna find form soon. Is the is the Sandridge's uh, effect? This yeah, it is. Yeah, well. please this bring back bring back GM Decock. Bring back yeah. GM. Oh, I mean, I guess I guess he had a decent game today. So I mean, not 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 really vintage Decock, but but you know he got he got runs. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but but uh, actually, the player that I'm really looking forward to is uh, Rahul Tavatia. Um, because I want to see I want to see a good Rahul Tevatia game. Uh, he can, you know, he can. Uh, he he actually had a really good IPL. He had a, a string of very useful innings. Uh, so I would like to see that. Uh, for Chennai, no one really in the batting. I think every I think I kind of know what to expect at least stylistically from everyone in the batting. If Dhoni gets to bat, then Dhoni. Uh, but mm-hmm. from the from the from the bowling end, I I would like to see. Uh, if the Chahar trend continues, and I would like to see if the Bravo trend continues, because Bravo. Oh yeah, yeah, that would actually be interesting. Because this time, I think Rajasthan they bat deep and they also bat pretty aggressive. So yeah, that would be an interesting watch. Because uh, Bravo's dead bowling, I'm not sure if he's going to try and get the same economy rate. Yeah, um, yeah that makes sense. Yeah, um, for me though personally, I think in Rajasthan there's this young left-arm fast bowler, Chetan Sakaria. He's he's been bowling really well. I'm actually looking forward to seeing if uh, he has another good game. And given that he bowls with a new ball uh, and that Gaikwad is in a bit of a struggle, I think he has a high chance of getting a wicket. So I'm I'm actually excited for this guy. Yeah, he's 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 one to watch for sure. I I had no idea who he was uh, before because I don't follow. Um... Said Mushtaq Ali Vijay Hazare too closely, particularly. So, oh, he had a very uh, good smack. He had a very good smack. He was one of the top uh, six wicket takers in this season. He had a very good smack. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I think, yeah. So he's he's a really interesting guy. I mean, Rajasthan generally tends to find at least one uh, mm-hmm. 
sort of diamond in the rough type uh, guy. His story is also really, really great. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, li- I like that they're giving him the new ball. I guess uh, the archer injury, you know, it's a mm-hmm. blessing in disguise. Uh, maybe maybe for both, the, maybe for both parties. You know the interesting bit. He used to be part of RCB's net bowling crew, so maybe it's something uh, RCB missed out again. Of course, <laughs> of course, of course. Of course. Uh, of course. Yeah. Um, I guess the one yeah. person who hasn't uh, benefited from the uh, RCB, I guess, luck is uh, Hetmeyer. Yeah. Oh yeah, who, still. But I think I would put that down to how DC have treated him. I think they yeah, treated him but, really poorly. But uh, Stoinis, Moin Ali this season, uh, free from mm. the RCB shackles. Yeah. I'm sure if Colin de Grandhomme ever gets uh, another no, no, IPL game, he's probably... Wokes outside oh, RCB. Oh, yeah. Oh, my is, God. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's just uh, everyone who, who leaves that uh, organization. Probably, I mean, maybe, probably Kedar Chadav is the only person who didn't have the RCB effect. I, I did okay, yeah, yeah, because uh, I mean, with China, he was injured more often than not. I think that kind of completely ruined it. Watson had great, mm. great, great time after RCB. Yeah, so maybe if you want to win, you know, consider, yeah. consider moving. <laughs> you can't do. You, there, there's no, um, there's no trade request uh, scenario here, right? There's no like if the player is unhappy um, or the team. No, I think because it's they're only possible. spending. I think it's possible because Davan requested Sunrises that he be sold and they sold him. Oh, okay. Okay, that's that's interesting because I think it's like it's it's only a two-month thing. I, 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 I don't know how much. And I, I guess like AB does like uh, Virat. And, uh, Virat I guess yeah. like maybe 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 later time we can talk about whether winning the IPL really matters to any mm. of these guys. Yeah. Um, you know, long term. But, uh, but yeah, like uh, AB, if you want to win, if you want to <laughs> consider mm. Yeah, but yeah, coming coming to CSK's man to watch for. I'm I'm always a big fan of Sam Curran, so he's always going to be someone I watch out for. But particularly in this game, I think I'm going to watch out for another Moin Ali masterclass. Just just I'm just like really liking him too. I think he's become a big retention candidate, or he's a right to match candidate next year. He looks so comfortable. I mean, it's it's kind of funny. I, his uh, style of batting seem doesn't seem like it's particularly like. Uh, Aggressive but... for lo- for long innings. I mean, it's it's decently aggressive. Like he he goes for a boundary fairly often. But like the way he goes for a boundary, he does the typical. He doesn't like move his leg. Like he doesn't move his leg to the bat. Like he moves his leg straight and then his bat goes mm. square. And yeah. I just watched that. I'm like, how does how is this guy not getting cho- uh, chopping onto the stumps all the time? How is this guy not getting <laughs> clean bowled all the time? Uh, but he just looks really comfortable. Like uh, mm. he's he's just seeing the ball really well. So yeah. Uh, really enjoying Moin Ali. Uh, yeah, I hope the, the I hope the purple patch for him continues, and I hope the purple patch uh, that Deepak Chahar has ahead of him also strikes gold again. So yeah, I guess that brings us to the end of this episode. Unless Ani, you have mm-hmm. something else to add on? I mean, I have a, I have one small thing about uh, Moin Ali is that I would mm-hmm. say England take note, but then England has like. <laughs> four other openers that they can use. So, like, uh, I guess Moin Ali is just doomed to not... Uh, Moin Ali has just been doomed by England to be, like, the Swiss Army mm. knife guy. Like, he always has to fit around everyone. He, yeah. can't, uh, <laughs> he, he can never... Uh, yeah, so I think I think his career is going to be ultimately very underrated at the end because mm. uh, he's not going to be in positions to accumulate the kind of stats or, uh, or the kind of heroic innings at, at the same level of 
clip that even you know Jason like a Jason you know, Roy or, or a you, Josh you know Butler. you you sound a lot like Graham Swan right now because he was he was saying the exact same thing yesterday when you're saying Moin Ali has been treated really poorly by England and he really hopes that he gets his due. I mean, I, like listen, like every team needs uh, guys guys like this. You need the kind of guy who's like probably going to be considerably less selfish than the others mm. and is going to take. And I like the idea that you know he doesn't seem like he's complaining. You know he's just, yeah. uh, you know he when he was dropped from the World Cup uh, to play the extra bowler, um, mm. it, it, he didn't seem particularly uh, annoyed by it. Maybe, maybe he was and he just kept it in, but that's again professionalism. So yeah. I think you know if if his legacy is anything, it's just that you know he does whatever was required for uh, for his team. So you know. Hopefully, English English fans can appreciate that. You know, yeah. they have a history of those kinds of guys. You know, in the two thousand, the Iranis and 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 other players, oh, yeah. Ashley Chaz, like the the sort of not batsman, not bowler. Jadeja was that for a long time. I guess he's still mm. there. Yeah, uh, I I hope uh, I hope Moin Ali, you know, ends up you know being somewhat remembered by by his fans. Yeah. By English fans. Uh, but the the one thing I kind of wanted to bring up was it was kind of a funny thing. It would have made a lot more sense if Mumbai had lost today, but. Uh, before, like, COVID is going up big time. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, cases are rising at, like, mm-hmm. an unbelievable level, right? So, uh, and the idea, so the idea that the IPL is sustainable is not, a, it's, it's not really a given. And, you know, there are reports that people are flocking to outside of the stadiums. For some what, reason. really? Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, there was this thing where, uh, <laughs> there's this, this fake rumor where it's like, the IPL is just going to end now. And RCB wins just on the virtue that they won two games and nobody else has won two games. Wow! <laughs> and, and so the the only cup, the only time RCB wins the IPL is through this like fake method where they won the won their first two games. It's as I think it'd it's be like, as worse as how England won the World Cup on boundaries. Like oh my god! Yeah, it's I mean, but at least then they got that. they got to the finals, right? This is like after two games. It's like you know, possibly the it's it's gonna be the saddest championship of all time. And yeah. I I think that's a, that's that's probably a, a, a more cruel fate. I don't know why I'm so masochistic with RCB because like <laughs> it's, it's my city. So, but yeah, it's like uh, it's it's yeah, it'll be. I think it's it's a fate crueler than never winning a championship uh-huh. in like another fifty years. So yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. <laughs> Oh well, let's see if RCB has that luck, and if they if they do, I hope uh, somehow they lose tomorrow and their run rate goes down so they don't stay up. So, yeah, let's hope that happens. <laughs> anyway, yeah, um, good fun. Hope you guys had another engaging and entertaining listen. See you soon, hopefully uh, in another post mortem of the next game. Uh, until then, uh, it's bye from me, Alan, and yeah, I'll see you next time too.